welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And here we are, once again, straight from the cinema into your ear holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we are here to bring you a, to begin with, spoiler free, then spoiler later, uh, review of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, we are donning our security jackets and we are spending five lovely nights together in a, <laughs> in a little retreat of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza pa- pizza place. I kept kept thinking it was Pizza Palace, but it's Pizza Place. Um, how familiar are you with Five Nights at Freddy's as a as a franchise before going into the film? So um, I know how giant it is, and being a primary school teacher, even though I feel like they shouldn't, yeah. kids are kind of obsessed with this game. Yeah, and me personally, uh, I have played a mob the mobile version okay. of this game, which I believe is the basics of the original. A game which is basically where you tap on the screens as it goes from monitor to monitor yeah. kind of thing as you're watching to see when will Freddy and the gang the start to appear yeah. which I believe is the original basic idea of this game but I know that there's been a million different stories iterations and there's a whole fan base and even when we went to the cinema before before you arrived there were people who were talking about who the, how they were in cosplay as certain oh, characters okay. Um, to me, they looked like they were just in clothes. Oh, really? <laughs> but apparently, they were cosplaying as characters of some kind, not Freddy. In that, I think just some other human characters. So this obviously goes way beyond my knowledge. Uh, yeah. How about you? Um, I have very limited knowledge. I've, I haven't played them. I've kind of read little bits and pieces of the lore because I just, you know, late night scrolling through Wikipedia, just want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um. It, uh, so I'm, I'm very kind of, you know, new to the franchise itself. Um. I know some of the characters, but vaguely know what you're doing in the game. But that's kind of about it. It was very busy. The cinema. It was. It was. I mean, this film is currently predicted stateside in America anyway to make fifty million its opening weekend. Oh wow! So it's quite a big opening weekend for a Bloomhouse film, which uh, was right. made for twenty million. I just saw. Yeah, twenty million. So fairly a fair budget for yeah. a film. I'd assume most of it's probably gone on the animatronics, maybe. Probably, yeah. Which is a part of it, which I know is people in costumes, but also some animatronics that have been added to it. Um, and we, so so we came into this. So, I guess first thing is, so basically, if you are like a major Five Nights at Freddy's, so this is this is basically two people that have very little not yeah. So all of those Easter eggs and stuff that you were like literally coming in your pants about the whole time, yeah, just jack it off. Um, we had no clue. Like we we knew the basic stuff. Yeah. We knew that the bear, and we got some of I got some of the stuff, and I'd heard some of the lore about why Freddy and that are the way they are. I'd I'd heard some of this stuff before. Yeah, I um, read it a long time ago. I'd mainly been, and I was quite. I played it for like a, a while. It used to be like a go to, like the very few times I ever play a game on a mobile. But that yeah. was the only where where occasionally I was like, actually, that's quite. It's kind of fun in a kind of like suspenseful horror way to kind of constantly have to keep checking the screens to check where they are and then shit they are getting close, and it is fun and and I'm I believe that was the original basic idea that has then expanded into this world of Five Nights at Freddy and merchandise that I see everywhere. But there's a lot of this stuff that people were there or even when we were in the cinema I heard people 
making like little ooh or ah noises and I was like yeah, no, I don't, over I don't, I, it's over my head. So this is from two complete. I was about to say noobs, which is noobs. such an old <laughs> it's a very term. Old. Well, to be honest, it kind of like going and watching it did make me feel a little bit old. I was watch, <laughs> I was like watching it, and I was like, maybe maybe this is for people who were like actually into the franchise, you know? This so this is the first thing. So obviously, me and Rob. Uh, in fact straight after the, the cinema, I was like don't talk don't talk yeah. <laughs> you shut your goddamn mm-hmm. mouth yeah. you do not talk until we get that's purely because I was I was kind of there wondering like I kind of wanted our first share of our feelings about a basic idea of this film to be kind of on here first yeah. to be where it was because I was wondering the whole time what was going through your head I don't know why because there were parts when I was starting to think I wonder what you're thinking yeah. <laughs> <in this part." laughs> because the basic idea of this and the, the the version of the game that I played, I could completely see how this could make a really, really scary, suspenseful kind of horror film. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big fan. I did lower expectations. I think I even said to you before that I'd lowered my expectations because I had heard that this in America was a PG-13 and 15 in the UK. Yeah. Um, but anytime I hear that, it's like um, Megan, which was fine, you know, enjoyable enough, throwaway to me. It, yeah. it, it, it was nothing great, but people on TikTok and stuff like that has become its own thing, because, yeah. mainly because it's a dancing randall that people like to recreate the dance and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as a horror film, it's a... Have you seen Megan? No, yeah, I do no. want to watch it. It's fun. It's... It's it's it. I found it fine. It, it, it's in, it's enjoyable enough, um, but it's always a little bit when you haven't got the gore. Did I? I think I watched. I I did watch the R-rated version, but I know what the non-R-rated yeah. version looks like. I watched the one that was slightly bloodier, and even then, it wasn't that. It still wasn't that bad than the yeah. bloodier version. But these kind of films always kind of worry me because I always feel like because they're trying so hard to target a certain audience. Which is great. It's teens, and I'd almost put this into the category of this is a film. In some ways, I'd say in some ways this is made for the teens. In maybe, oh, yeah, of course, um, like the audience was mostly teens. Yeah, this is why they've lowered it. I I even heard today, in fact, that in uh, what is it, Northern Northern Ireland, are going yeah. to introduce a fifteen A. Okay. Purely for this film because they think this film's going to make a lot of money for cinemas, and they think that will be good for cinemas. So apparently, from November first, if you live in Northern Ireland. There could be now a 15A, which means your parents can take you to see Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, okay. So, lovely for that. If you, if you are a random teen who is listening <laughs> yeah. to this right now and excited... In Northern uh, Ireland. There you go. In Northern <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. So, if you can't, make your parents move to Northern Ireland. I wouldn't advise it for some reasons. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, go over there. Um, but, <laughs> but the, I mean, the film itself, it's very interesting because you, you look at Five Nights at Freddy's and the, like, the concept of the game... And when it started, I was like, okay, I could see this being a really good section in VHS, something like that, you know, where it's like (laughs) an anthology where you've got 15, 20 minutes, but coming in at an hour and 50 minutes, I, like you're saying what was going through my head at points, at certain points, I was like, is is this in the law? Like, what the fuck is actually happening in this film? Yeah, so the reason I was wondering what you were thinking was because, one, uh, I was sat there and then occasionally I was just looking and I could see you. I, I, I know you so well. I know that there are certain signs of when you're kind of a bit like... The ah, cops are turning. Okay. 
Um, and I was kind of there. Now, I've had a very long day today, yeah. and I'm worried that that might be skewing my thing. But And this is not the whole film, by the way. But there was a certain point towards, I don't know, the last 50 minutes or so, when the word excruciating came into my head, when I was... I was tired of it. I was bored. I was like, yeah. I was like, I feel like I shouldn't be bored right now. But I was, I was, I was a little bit like, I heard someone literally. So one of the cinema workers before the film said about an hour. He stayed in the film for about an hour and fifteen minutes, and then he left. And he gets the film for free, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he said he left, and I was like, oh, that it sounds like it's you're just trying to impress. But when he said it, I was like, you sound like some one of those douchey guys that's just trying to impress someone. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it was so bad. And then I was sat there. I was like, I actually could see why someone would walk out about that. What that they'd made it that far through, and yet I don't know why it was, but I I hit a certain point, definitely about over the hour mark, when I was starting to be really like, how long is this film? I hit that point. I got to for me, and I thought like if you're looking at how they've got to structure the film, I think having it set over the five nights is kind of quite a cool idea because mm-hmm. my my knowledge of the game is that. Over each night it gets more difficult and weirder things yeah. happen right and you're supposed to try and survive the whole five nights and i think once it got to the third night i was like this film is yeah this film has kind of become quite boring and also very very messy like yeah in terms of the the film itself uh it, I think it starts off okay. It does. It does have some element of atmosphere, you know, like rainy nights, weird, kind of creepy area. Yeah. But it's just like narratively, I think they opened. They, it started quite interesting, and then it kind of started. It, it shit itself quite, quite quite easily. I thought, you know. Now I don't. I don't think we're going to be talking spoiler free about this for long because to be honest, there's a lot of stuff here that's kind of set up that then is somewhat of a twist or turn in a way like you're watching stuff and you think oh is that what's happening and then later on you find out yeah that kind of is what i expected to yeah happen. um but i feel like I, I can't mention quite a few bit it feels like quite a few bits of this were set up to be some kind of little twist or turn that comes later yeah. on yeah or some kind of it wasn't what you expected it to be and I, i'm kind of a bit like how do i mention that without basically ruining a little bit of it yeah but anyone that wants to go in clean and have the questions that i had which was several things like why the fuck are you doing that? Or why the hell are we, you know, why, yeah. what, you know, I just, like, why the pictures on the wall look completely like normal? Like nothing's dusty, nothing's yeah. like the, the, the room is, but that's not. Um, why you do it? Why are we doing certain things? Why, why do you keep, why do you want to torture yourself at night by staring at this picture all night long? The, yeah. These kind of things, which makes no sense to you now, but when you watch the film, may make sense. I'm not saying that they'll lead to <laughs> an satisfying, amazing, yeah. satisfying epiphany. Um, why Why is this police officer, who, by the way, is called, I, I don't remember ever hearing a last name, which is really weird for an, a police officer in a film to not be officer something. But I just remember her being officer. Oh, my name's Vanessa. Okay, so Vanessa. Well, this <laughs> film is and, very messy. And That's she, the best she way to describe that. The, yeah, there were a lot of things where I, I... There was one point when I thought in my head, I was like... I was I was thinking about Bloomhouse films. And I was thinking about A24 films. And how I've been quite mean about A24 films. And then I started to think... But then again, how many Bloomhouse films have I actually watched at this point? And I'm starting to feel like Jason Bloom is the producer... 
Read your fucking scripts. Maybe, yeah. Read your fucking scripts and maybe do a little bit of producing on this yeah. shit because I'm starting to feel a little bit like you're just going, oh yeah, the directors get their vision. That's great. Some directors need a little bit of handling. Yeah. <laughs> they need a little bit of tweaking. Maybe read through it and go, well, this plot point doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Or why would they not just do this? Or this is a kind of gaping hole at this point. Why are you not doing it? And we're being ambiguous because I can't completely talk about the little flaws that I'm talking about because mainly they're some kind of spoiler territory yeah we gotta be 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 mindful of spoilers at this point but in terms of it's it just felt like it wasn't very kind of like scary when we got to certain reveals i was like that is that it you know yeah and again these could be reveals where people who love the games are like oh yeah that's the reveal like in the game um but then again i guess at the same time i don't feel like that would be that I don't know if I already knew what all the twist. If all of these twists, by the way, and you come and tell us, yeah. come and tell us if all of the twists that you know about in this film are basically what it is in the game, then great. But I don't completely know why I want to see the exact same twist played out on screen then. I don't know um, because you know it's a certain level. So you might have already known half of what was happening. But if you already know half of these twists, then there's not much else that you're getting out of this. No. Because let's set deaths without spoilers. There's not many. No, there's not many. Um, they are a standard, like I said, PG-13, because it's not 12A, but it's PG-13 anyway, Americanize it. Um, yeah. They are about that. Some of them push it a little bit of the gore, gets pushed a little bit maybe at times, but it's nothing. It's, it is all mainly off screen. Yeah. Or, you, or obscured, or you can't quite see it. Yeah. Um, and it mainly happens in this one chunk of deaths. Yeah, basically. Then there are a few others, but they're so minute that you barely even see them. Um, no, that's actually it. I was yeah. about to say, and then there's another. Uh, then well, then there's an ending one. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> which of is a bit more a bit more graphic, but quick as hell. Yeah. Um, that's so that's the devs, but you might not be here for. I wouldn't be here for Five Nights Right actually. To be honest, I'm not. I wouldn't. I wasn't coming in for the devs anyway. I was coming in for. Like the game that I played, which might not even be the right game, but like the game that I played, I was coming in for a suspenseful kind yeah. of build-up where it took its time with the suspense. Because to be honest, that's what the game mainly seems like to me. It's all about waiting for suspense and build-up. Yeah. And for, if anything, for me, sadly, that's the most disappointing thing. Yeah. It felt like they really... You see a character in the shadows, and then it felt like a couple of seconds and they're already there. Like... Isn't the whole point of the game that you're literally waiting ages yeah. for it to kind of, when the hell is this finally going to happen? Like, really build them till they can't take any more and then fuck you. Yeah. And that, and it, do, it, 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 it doesn't do play out like that. It doesn't do that. Like, there's very few of those classic, oh, there they are on the camera. Oh, they're getting closer. Oh, they're get, yeah. I, like, I kept on waiting for it every time I looked at the screen. Bit, which is why I was like, okay, maybe I can see this. And then it got to, and then it Like just, you said on the first yeah. night or so, it. At the first night or so, there was like a little bit of that, and there was a lot of like the screen that you'd expect to see. Um, And then, as it went on to the further nights, all of the stuff about the classic part, like with the screen and the when are they coming and getting close, that seemed to just go away into just this completely different story. Yeah, which might be where the whole story of Five Nights at Freddy has gone at this point in gaming. Maybe, but I've never seen this part of it. So, you know, speaking from the game part of it, we're not great. Um, I, just watch Willy's Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, like, Willy's a, Wonderland. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler free, and and that does that leads me on to the part where oh, I was on about earlier. So about the tea, it's made for teens, but 
And there was a, there's a big but there because Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. I mean, is a is the better film out of them. Definitely. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> we can explain even more why later, but um, Willy's Wonderland well, is... We can listen to our episode on Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> we did that. fantastic. Yes. Go and check that out. But there's, there's, a, there's a crazy manic weirdness because this is a crazy manic weird idea. Yeah. Willy's Wonderland, by the way, is not a perfect film in no. any way. No. But it's a fun film. Yeah. Um, and that's... And that was my major gripe overall. I was expecting to come in and have deaths that were not that gory because of what it is. Yeah. I was expecting suspense. Uh, I, actually, no. I was expecting more suspense. You can have that in a PG-13 yeah, film. Yeah, um, But I said made for teen because all of the stuff aimed at Five Nights of Freddy 100% feels, okay, that's what the people are here to see. That's what yeah. they're going to see in love. Um, so all of the stuff involving Josh Hutchinson character, where they give all of his character and a backstory and all of this other stuff, I can't imagine anyone who's come to see the films isn't there like, why the hell am I spending like half an hour, 40 minutes of this exposition character of which I've come here to see a fun film about Five Nights at Freddy? Well, they set it up. In, they set up interestingly why he needs to be there, and then yeah. it's then they go into some very weird story that feels very shoehorned in, and then feels even more kind of. It you continues know, to feel shoe like yeah. more stuff gets added that feels more just like either I expected that or this is now put in there. This is, yeah, but as much as I say, like. If this was a, this is why I kind of I have a slight conflictive with the earlier part of the film because I'm like the setup, Josh Hutchinson perfectly fine yeah, leading man, does you know, you know for the most part the actors are all doing their jobs well and stuff like that, and his kind of arc at the beginning is a perfectly fine setup for a horror film. Yeah, I just don't think it's a good setup for a Five Nights at Freddy's film. No, because I don't think that this I don't think the way that they've laid it out where it feels like you spend way more time on Josh Hutchinson's character than you do on barely spending... It feels like you don't spend nearly enough time in the place that all of the people, the, the audience at home have come to see. Yeah. That's why 50, this film's going to make 50 million. It ain't because they like Josh Hutchinson from no. The Hunger Games. No. Um, and it ain't about his backstory or his brother. Yeah. Um, it's about Freddie Fazebear and all the that. Boys. You know, all the yeah. boys. And although, yes, they are in this film and you get plenty of maybe like fun moments and stuff with them, um, that that's the main thing they're there for. And I feel like that's not in this film enough. No, it felt like a much more... Like, I didn't expect this to go kind of full B-movie in terms of, you know, Willy's Wonderland. But I expected it to be a bit more fun with it. Like, it, the weirdest thing is it's, it was... Sh- I thought it was shot really well. And it looked yeah. really nice. But it almost felt like it was going to be this kind of like slow-paced, thoughtful, like meditation on something. Like that's the color palette. That's like how it was shot. And then they felt like they had two movies here, and they were just like, "Oh, I know. We need to tie this into Five Nights at Freddy somehow." Yeah. So yeah. it just felt, for me, before like to move on to spoilers. We are. We, we um, are going to move on. Now. It felt. It felt very messy. It. It seemed to just kind of shit itself about, yeah, about halfway through. It was quite boring, you know, after a certain point. And it was just, it wasn't creepy and there there was no tension there at all. Um, I mean, that's my, you know, 
spoiler spoiler free. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I, I I'm not really. I feel like I've kind of made it quite clear that yeah, I, I I'm not the target audience for this no. film, and yeah, uh, I feel I feel like I would be somewhat disappointed as a fan if this is what. But that's only from my perspective of what I think it is. Yeah, many of you out there, and I I will say for one part, if you are people who are big fans of Five Nights at Freddy's, but not because of the horror aspect, which I know is actually quite a big part of this crowd, then maybe just the fact of seeing these characters brought to life is a joy for you. Maybe <laughs> those Easter eggs and stuff might make you you know so excited. Yeah, that uh, you don't give a shit about most of the film kind of thing. But I gotta admit, for the most part. It's just the fact it felt like a proper slog of yeah. a kind of. It felt like we had. To, I was drawn in to begin with with a little bit of build up, but my patience kind of was worn thin very quickly. Yeah, I um, agree. To the point where yeah, I was getting quite like oh, I, I'm, I'm worn. I'm getting feel worn out by this film. And sadly, the finality of the third act still didn't manage to give much more, even with a uh, actor whom <laughs> I was very much like, ah, now it's this could get good now. But yeah, kind of. No. Yeah. Well, um, we're, we're, we're kind of done. Um, so, uh, you know, we hope that you've enjoyed this little spoiler free. If you haven't seen the film yet, um, not, not the best of films, <laughs> but, you know, go and check it out and make your own your own decision remember to hit that subscribe button um, and leave us a lovely review if this is your first time listening and uh once you've watched the film or if you've already watched the film we are now going to get stuck into spoilers uh so we're going to give you a little countdown as we always do five four three you can turn around two remember to hit subscribe one leave us a lovely review Freddie Hangs dong. Freddie Hangs big robotic animatronic dong. It's like balls. hanging. It's like metal. It scrapes the floor and it makes sparks. It makes sparks everywhere. Um, <laughs> so I, I was just having a quick little peruse at like the back history of this film because there's so many different like directors that have actually had a go at this film. Like um, everyone's out of pot. Seth, Seth Graham Smith, who you might know for like um, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter stuff like that. Nice. He's got quite a twisted kind of humor. At one point, Chris Columbus was okay. part of, you know, and Chris Columbus is quite, you know, um, he's known for like the first two Harry Potters and stuff yeah, like that, as well as Home Alone. Well, I was thinking like Home Alone. But again, I can imagine him having a sense of, he, he has done some horror film, I can't yeah. think of the top. I was about to say Gremlins, I was like, it's not Gremlins. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's Joe Dante. Dante. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I can imagine him bringing that kind of style to it, if that's what they were seeking, like a yeah. PG-13 and it feels like they were aiming for that audience because, let's be honest, this film was made and drawn by YouTubers. Basically, yeah, basically, that's what made it into what it is. That's why apparently there are two cameos of YouTubers in it. Probably I did made read the franchise, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, I did, I did read their names. I, I'm not going to repeat them because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know who they <laughs> I are. I don't either. care. I don't know who they are. I'm sure they might mean very much to you, but I don't know who they are. I even know that I saw earlier today when I was having the first peek at reviews and the reviews for that was only literally released like today, which no. is not normally a good thing for a no, horror film. But they're released on the day that it's done. So I saw a YouTuber basically advertising and going on about like how good this film was, kind yeah. of thing. And I don't know, it's just one of those things that it all 
it feels like you know it's what you hear it so much now with certain ones where they release tweets early and they're like they're so yeah. positive and you're just like how much did the company pay you to basically do that what's the review like the review embargo is never never good is it and you, know? you could absolutely come for me whichever youtubers you want to you can dismiss us and cancel us all you want but yes. uh I don't know. I I feel that anyone in that kind of situation normally has as much, you know. Uh, they have a stake to, in it, don't they? Yeah, they 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 are there for they're there to make money half the time at this yeah. point, you know. Especially if they're at a certain level, and I, I I just wouldn't quite believe that in that way. But as we said a moment ago, with our spoiler free, make your own decisions with that. But getting back to the film, um, so it's not the easiest one. To discuss in some ways because there's a certain element of it that maybe is lost on us but we're yeah, going to move past that and look from a horror point yeah of what is like what is the parts that we're like interested by with the film now josh hudson character there's there's a quick layout of his character basically his brother got kidnapped his brother got kidnapped and did when he was young yeah. <laughs> and he was the one who was supposed to keep an eye on him yeah, he, there's a whole scene where he, his mum's like, keep an eye on him. Yeah, go check on him. Um, well. Literally all it takes, though, and he blames himself, even though literally all it takes is the moment of him going to grab a frisbee for his brother to be gone. Yeah. So it's like, there's, there's fuck all you would have done. You'd have been yanked off. Yeah, you would <laughs> Maybe not. Yanked off is not wrong, quite wrong, the wrong kind of word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. But, um, you know, um, You'd have been by whoever this diddler who's taking children is. Yeah. Um, and he spent the rest of his life basically completely obsessed with this kind of moment. And it ruins his life. And then, you know, it, I think something happens to his parents. They His mum died and his dad then oh, killed right. yeah, I his, that. Yeah, his mum died and then his, his dad, dad offed himself. Off himself. That's why he has his sister. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's, the, that's the main kind of emotional standpoint is the fact that they also then have the aunt who basically... Well, Although we don't get to see her be like a, we don't actually really get to see because she looks like she's fairly like prim and proper, like yeah. in a suit and stuff. But he says the main reason is because she just wants the welfare check that yeah. is left from the parents' money. So that's how they're able to afford the house and things like that. But outside of I think paying for that, he needs a job in order to be able to sustain. Mainly, he sounds like he needs a job in order to be able to actually just keep his sister. Yeah, um, and the aunt wants to take his sister. So that's the major turmoil of Josh Hutchinson's Mike who is the original game's um, main character but that needed that should have been all it was because I at that point I was like okay you know he's got this whole backstory where you know his uh, his brother got you know kidnapped and he feels responsible for it and now he has this sister that he's trying to be protective of and I thought that made perfect sense for why he takes the job at, you know, at the Freddy Fazbear's. Yes. And I, and I was thinking, okay, then you can have it that his sister sneaks in one night or something like that. Yeah. But instead, they're like, oh, well, now he's trying to control his dreams so he can find out what happened. And so the then... ghosts of the children are basically managing to get inside of his dream and manipulate him in some way. They're trying to manipulate him in some way yeah. as well as the fact that they're trying to reveal because they know what his weakness is, basically. Or yeah. William Atherton, who is revealed as the kind of main the yeah. yellow rabbit, is the one that is kind of manipulating the children and therefore has some kind of idea of what 
is happening. But then it is, is I mean, I know this is spoilers, but I'm going to say, because this was a really big point of contention for me with the film, is it started off interesting. Like, that's all the setup I felt like you needed for him. Yeah. His brother, you know, was, was, was stolen. His parents, are, his parents are gone. He needs to protect his sister. And you could have had something, even to the point where they were like, okay, we've got to send the people in to try and smash up the place so he loses the job i thought that was fine and then all of a sudden they're like well the ghosts of the kids again are, are, are possessing these fucking dolls and the ghosts are trying to make a deal with you and then also you were in nebraska when your brother got stolen and we know they're not in nebraska anymore yeah there's somewhere else oh by the way the guy who the guy who owned the restaurant was the same guy who kidnapped your brother and killed him. Yeah. Of right, course. Because that's it, what's going to happen. Well, and I it mean... it real fucking there's, there's a, There is a lot of logic problems here. Yeah. Um, that whole... You are absolutely right. That that was a fine setup. He even has an early scene where he beats a guy half to well, death. batters some dude, yeah. Because he thinks that it's a guy taking a kid... Without even taking a second to just, you know... Yeah. Hey, kid, that your dad? Oh, all right, we're good. No, no, he bats it. But it's fine, you know, that's a psychological issue there. Um, but no, we continue to get these scenes between him and we continue to go outside of there and go to yeah. the sister and learn more about their relationship. Now, very odd because I am someone who loves a character-driven kind of little piece. I'm quite happy with a character-driven to kind of take their context. So, so am I. But... This is not the film for it. It's 100% not the film where he should no. have, like you said, he should have gone into there. And apart from that, really, to be honest, just like, I mean, the problem might be because they watched Willy Wonderland Wonderland and then went, shit, we basically would be doing the same thing. Yeah. So now we need to go back and rewrite it. And we need to make it so that when that group of people come in to rob the place, that can't be the main part because that's a little bit too close to Willy's Wonderland. So now we yeah, have to do now that. Now we need to do something else. Instead of the kids that break in in Willy's Wonderland, oh, we would have had them and then the major part would have gone down a lot of that. Now I know that technically, yes, people will be saying, but that doesn't happen over five nights. That would just be like the one night where you're inside of there. Yeah. Which is part of the hard bit, I guess, of adapting this is the, the fact of the five nights that need to kind of go across. Um, because it's not just a case of he can go in and then across that night it starts to get crazy or, crazy, or night two or things like that. Um, but it's more the fact that it, it really starts to feel like they're dragging that idea of trying to find ways. Right, how, what what can happen next? Because we've had the creepy noises and the creepy voices and we've had a little bit of monitor fun on night one. Yeah. You know, and he's had this weird dream and he's seen some creepy kids and, you know, one of them, especially the blonde kids, pretty creepy. Yeah. You know, throughout the film. You know, great. But, ah, shit, we've done that. That's night one. <laughs> yeah. What do we do for night two? Right. Uh, uh, night two, he goes back and, actually, to be fair, night two, he goes back and there's still not really a lot that really happened because it's not until before that. Uh, it's after the second one when he... When they break him. Because that's when he has the officer there, the second night. Yeah. Um, and the officer... Elizabeth Lales, Vanessa, officer, police officer, um, who straight away I was like, well, you don't seem like an actual human. Yeah. <laughs> like the way the way she came across, I was straight away like, you're creepy, but not in an actual way. Like Josh Hutchinson's character seems like quite a genuine like he a person. Like a human, he yeah. seems like someone could be real. Her character seems like someone <laughs> who straight away I was like, 
I don't believe that you're real. No. You, you, you're, you, you sound completely fake kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of like when the sister... The sister seems real until she starts talking. The second that girl has dialogue, I, I'm sorry to the young actress, but there were some real bad lines in there. Oh. There were some real bad, like, where, you know, where she was, like, turning to her brother and asking him certain questions, and I was just like, ah, like, there's no emotion or tone to your voice. Yeah. You just sound like you're saying lines, but it's not coming through kind of thing. Um, you know, before that, when she's more of the silent kid and doesn't have many lines and she's more just kind of there, it kind of works. Yeah. But again, and this is just like everything else, the second we start pushing more and trying to drag things out more, the more and more it starts to get a little bit like, okay. Yeah, we so, are. We need a film here. Yeah, to get so to get more of the point. So the the guys that break it was another kind of bugbear for me, only from a logical point of view, which at this point I don't know why I'm still with logic, but <laughs> that's all I had at that point. Because at that point I had a million questions like, why the fuck? Do, why the hell would anyone keep torturing themselves with the forest and making the noises and stuff like that? And yes, they extreme. They explain it. Sorry, dream theory or yeah. whatever it is. The idea that he's going to find the little information, yeah. which was fine. I, you know, I could deal with that, I but I don't really that. know why. Like, I like. I kind well, of liked I the idea, but I, I, you know, and I can kind of see why. But the only real that only really allowed more time for it basically to be that now we can have more of the ghost children in and have more of those scenes which yeah again just start then after a while they just started to kind of drag on because we had like four or five more of those scenes exactly. after he explained it and i don't like this is it i don't know if the ghost children or if the ghost i think the ghosts are in the the lore of it, lore of it. Maybe, or well, I thought it was. But I don't know about this whole like manipulating your dreams and that. I don't kind of think thing. that is. I don't think. I think that's just added in. I don't think to give them a reason. Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, I, I like what the the law that I do know is that the fucking spring trap or whatever his name is, the main one that of spoiler, you're in the spoiler territory. You're you're free to get gunned down. You mean now. William Afton? The William Afton. Afton the, the yellow yeah, one. he is like possessed by the spirit of it i think but i don't know about the other ones i yeah. don't know it's just or it's... is it the, 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 the or do you mean freddy is the one in no it's the yellow bear that spring trap i think his name is and i think that's william afferson yeah but i don't know it just feels like the whole film just felt like i heard that i saw a lot of people on letterbox that i follow Given this like one star, one and a half star, and I was like, surely it can't be that bad. And I, and for that first kind of act, I was like, I don't know what people are talking about. It's kind of shot quite cool, like it looked, it looked good. Yeah, the shots were good. Some of the dialogue wasn't great. Some of the performances weren't great. But it was like it was, it was okay. It was passable. And then it, it got to a point where it was just like, what the, what the fuck is happening in this film? Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's even. I don't even think it's a third act fail. I, I do think it's. I. I. I found that the first act setup, the setup was fine. The setup was yeah. good, and then the film went nowhere where I expected it to go, and that wasn't a good thing. Yes. It's not one of those where it defied my expectation of what they could do. Because for me, this should have been a very simple, straightforward film. Yeah, I would have been quite happy to be honest to watch Josh Hutcherson basically be sat at a screen half of the time and us be constantly freaked out by what's coming on and moving around the screen. And that would have been fine with me because that is a, like that is basically the game. Yeah. And I actually think I would have been more creeped out by continuing watching those screens for the majority of the time of the film, to be honest. You know, yeah. literally adapting that kind of idea. Um, 
after the setup of what we got, and then and then towards the third act, change it up a little bit more. But yeah. more of it should have been him being the security guard sat actually because it feels like we spend more time of him sleeping and in his dreams than we yeah. do with him watching that fucking screen, which I'm pretty sure was the main point of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Is your security guard checking and being securing the place? And it feels like he doesn't do much of that job. No. Um, logic. So I was saying about the logic of, um, you know, the ant, Mary Stewart uh, Masterson, who, yeah. because I saw, Ma- all I saw was Masterson, and I turned to you, I was like, Dad. I thought that said Danny Masterson. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, okay. I was like, oh no, <laughs> didn't know he'd filmed this, I was like, oh, different Masterson. Yeah, he filmed um, this before he went in, <laughs> before he went inside. <laughs> but, um, there was a, that was another little subplot with her character, yeah. where she wants the sister, which wasn't needed but there was also logic flow in that like they had the the lady that seemed like she was nice who was helping him out to look after his sister while he had to go to the job or several other jobs yeah. you know fine that that made sense and then suddenly we find out that she's actually not helping him and she's been paid by the ant to try and get some dirt on him basically yeah. while he's out so she's been like searching his house while she, while he's out to try and find hoping they're going to find a weed or whatever like so yeah. they won't be in danger but it turns out he's not doing anything apart from constantly being in this weird sleep dream, constantly yeah. putting himself out for that. Um, but even that scene, you know, we had the somewhat humour of her lawyer who was just an odd guy, you know, yeah. who occasionally gave me a little bit of a laugh, you know, he was just that fucking weird. He, he's giving off some sure. odd energy in the two scenes that he's in. What, the the, the lawyer? Yeah. He was I, fucking, like, I, I kind of thought, okay, this is funny. What, like, what I thought was going to happen was like this I didn't mind that setup with the ant trying to get the kid back because or trying to get the kid because of the money because the setup some kind of like you know secondary antagonist yeah and then what's going to happen is she sends in the you know the 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 guys to trash it they get killed and then maybe at towards the end of the film she goes in to try and confront. She gets desperate, she and, gets the lawyer and the lawyer, her, goes, you know, and you they know. go in together. She drags him in because they've already set up the idea with the lawyer that he was like basically following her every word at that point. Yeah, but like he couldn't get a word out, and he was doing what his client basically paid him. Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, yeah. So that was, and you might be like, "Well, oh, that's such the obvious way to say that." Yeah, but it was much better than where it went because it, <laughs> it went to fucking weird. Like there was a point where I, I think the point where you were like, "Oh, what is." What is he thinking? Probably kicked in around the halfway point when uh, he, the, you know, the babysitter, Max, is killed and he has to take her to work. Yeah. Third night. And then she go, you know, she she disturbs one of the dolls or she stumbles on it. And I was like, okay, this is when it's going to happen. And then I see them all just like stood around and I was like the hell is happening here yeah that's what i was like so the kids are yeah and now with uh the the girl which yeah i was like the kids um fuck it uh it began with abby abby abs abby i was thinking like the wheels are kind of they've i've used this saying a lot on the podcast but the wheels have well and truly fallen off at this point (laughs) like now we are in some weird but, fucking film they do like a they did they did this bit where it's like a fucking rom-com where they build a uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a fort and they're all lying staring up at the stars yeah and i was like it, it, yeah like they i think they're trying to build the like i don't know the empathetic part of the fact that it's actually children 
that are the possessed souls of these, like they're still just kids. Maybe. Which I guess is trying to link to where it goes later towards the the, the twist of like how the kids use at the end. But yeah, I, which was it was fine, but with the ant, that logic again. She's set up as a... I like the antagonist, and exactly yeah. what you were thinking is exactly what I want to play out. But then, I mean, look at the way she's treating him. There is no way that I would ever in a million years then let her look after Abby. No. I don't care if it is killer robots or whatever. I would still never let her be like, yes, oh, I'm just going to let you look after the kids. Yeah. And this is even going back to that scene when they set up the idea that they're going to break in. Yeah. But... There was no... The logic... I was already questioning the logic at that point, to be honest, because they were all going on about, right, basically, what we'll do is we need to get dirt on this guy. So what we're going to yeah. do is we're going to break into that place and we're going to trash it. And I was like, fine, that's a good setup for people to get killed. Great, whatever. Yeah. But again, even in my head, I was like, but logic-wise, you've got the babysitter who's left looking after the child... Who's looking after the child half the time. Yeah. All you need to do is just take the babysitter out of the equation... She says that she was never looking after the child. The police, you've got a corrupt. Yeah. There you go. Take the sister away because he's neglecting he's her. He's her alone. To Done. We've, we've got it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and I know I'm overthinking it, but I was just sat there like, I was just sat there like, well, you don't, none of this needs to happen. But then, yeah. then I thought at least they were going to break in when he was on patrol. Yeah. I'm because really. the officer was there with her, with, there with him. Yeah. Vanessa was there literally we have a whole bit later on when she's like well next time make sure you lock up she was literally outside with him when he was locking that door yeah um, and then so I was like well this doesn't make any sense now because he's not going to get in trouble for this because you were there with him when he was locking the door yeah and you can go you could no. go well he was well he did lock he was there he did lock it and he didn't do this damage and he didn't let anyone break in while his watch was happening it happened yeah. during the day so the fact that they're doing it during the day was another thing I was like why the fuck is this happening during the day why haven't we done a fun setup where he's in there or for some reason he gets locked in the room and all he can do is look on the cameras as they slowly start approaching these different guys who are trashing the place yeah like how much better would that be for him to basically for some reason be trapped in the room so all he's got is the cameras yeah and all he can do is watch as they're slowly approaching each of the guys wouldn't that be way more like the game wouldn't that be way yeah. scary or even if because this is like halfway through and it's or maybe like at the end of the third first act and the thing is, like, they, the reveal of these uh, animatronics isn't great. And I saw them and I was like, oh, they, it's kind of shit. I thought if they did the same thing, except, like, the people are, are trashing it. And then so it looks like something scares them and they just randomly disappear. And he's flicking through the security monitors. Yeah. And he's like, where did they go all of a sudden? And then he doesn't see any any sign of them. Yeah. Then you'd be like, well, that's creepy. They've vanished. Yeah. They were in there. Something scared them. Except, like, we see them very early, probably at the end of them. Maybe it's because they're such, like, iconic characters, you know. And, like, as, as much as I don't really know the franchise, I would admit that, you know, they're iconic characters, and particularly with, like, younger people. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, I get you want to show them, but it showed them so much and then you, you were just like mm. yeah and that that was my other major problem I was like I did not expect to see these characters that much no like, I know and, and and this might be again this might be where the you know where it's all gone but 
this is meant to be the first. If this is meant to be the first film in like several films where they wanted to make about these characters, they shouldn't have the first one kept them to. They should have been frick it. That's about to say Jaws. I yeah. always call him Jaws. They should have been Jaws. They should have been the shark and Jaws. They should have been Jaws the shark. They yeah. they literally should have been something that's apart from when they're on that stage when they seem like they're perfectly harmless. Yeah. Um, and, uh, even some of that part didn't work to me. To be honest, when they were going to be dancing along to the music and animatronic yeah. again, gotta say Willy's Wonderland did it better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they, they they came across weirder. The music kind of worked. You know, some of the music in this film I also felt was really out of place at times, like that bit where you said where they had the montage. Yeah. And it, and it hit with a, what was it, a 90s track or something? Well, like I think that. it's set during the 90s. Oh, yeah, it is. Because no, yeah, nobody yeah. has any yeah, anim- I, phones or anything. No, and the they? TV's like a VHS. It is, yeah. it is set. So I guess it makes sense. sense. I kept forgetting that, to be honest, because I hadn't really been. Yeah. I kept looking at it going, oh, yeah, this is set during the 90s. And then I kept forgetting again, like, why the fuck are you using it? Oh, yeah, you're set during the 90s. Um, no, I get that. But. Um, yeah, that was hard. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, like I I think we'll we'll move along because it just sounds like we're shitting on this film altogether. Um, and well, there I mean, you know, there are, there are parts. The what parts Jim Henson, the Jim Henson Company made the animatronics, which yeah. I thought were fairly well, and the you know the characters are well adapted. I think for the most part, those characters. I'm not saying the the way they do certain things. But the way they looked is quite well adapted. I think the whole look and the feel of the film is well adapted. Yeah, in they that way. Right. You know, it, it looks good. It looks creepy enough. The sound effects, the little things. I could tell little things that were definitely Easter eggs. And I could tell that whoever had made it obviously had a lot of ideas about a lot of yeah, this franchise some, and a lot of parts. Some idea of the franchise. I think yeah. the, the director who did this um, is a... Emma Tammy is a... I think this is only like one of her first films or things like that so i think or one of her earliest projects um and you know i think in terms of the way it looks and stuff i don't think she had nothing to do with the the script uh, oh yeah. no she did sorry she has got credit on the script oh okay. but she's one of several like where she's added to the script so i know the main writer scott scott Hawthorne, was on it yeah yeah he's on it um and you know it's she does good in terms of the look, I yeah. think, and I think they've done a good job of uh, of recreating them. I, I like the cast you've assembled. Um, yeah. I just sadly, I just uh, sadly, it didn't work out the way. I liked seeing Matthew Lillard. I like seeing Matthew Lillard. I like seeing him anytime I see Matthew me, Lillard, Mister Matthew Lillard. I um, mean, it's he, very strange that I've seen him in two films be unrevealed as a masked killer. Yeah. You know, that's kind of weird and. But there's, I kind of like there's, there's a bit of a you know, there's a bit of a Stu Macker feeling when he's yeah. revealed under the mask kind of thing. There's a, bit a of voice at one moment. Yeah, and I was a bit like, this yeah, I feel like there's a bit of a vibe there. Um, obviously, he, yeah, he's he's in two scenes early in the film, um, and I don't know. If to, to me, it was a pretty obvious plot twist. Oh yeah, um, I I liked him in it, but get like it's one of those things like. I liked him, and I like the idea that Matthew Lillard could get to portray like a serial killer and a murderer and stuff like that. But what I really would have liked, on top of that, though, is if it was if this was a little bit more R-rated, so we could have actually seen more of his backstory or him as the killer to yeah. become William Afton or something like you know. Yeah. Because he feels like it feels like a it feels like again a bit shoehorned in to have oh here's the big bad, and when he comes out and he's like banging about, it's a bit like okay. 
Yeah. Um, it feels like the Terminator in here, or was it? Like, it feels like Terminator, basically, a bit to me. It felt like he was coming out and just bashing about, and then the voice, and obviously the voice, I was like, well, yeah, that's Matthew Lillard. Yeah, I, it felt like and they I had it for felt one day. Like I guessed it, because yeah. it was like, well, otherwise you've wasted Matthew Lillard in two cameo scenes, which could have been the case. But... Yeah, well, it feels like they had him for one day. Yeah. You know, because he does have, he has three scenes, I think. Yeah, and, and his climactic scene is short. Sorry, that was going to be the good parts. Yeah, um, I did. But as I said, I, I liked the fact he was in there. He looked like he was having fun. Yeah. He looked like he was enjoying it. Um, I think that Josh Hutcherson, maybe, you know, is, is a perfectly good, like, leading man. Yeah, and, he's, and he's doing the best he can with what he, he's got here. Um, but yeah, those. I don't know. <laughs> the, the... I, I liked that. and I liked some of the noises. I liked some of the early stuff where it was like, you're trying to recreate. Um, yeah. I, I'm just sad. I have mainly, I've got mainly negatives though. I've got to be honest. <laughs> I agree. I think I liked the first act. Um, I thought the opening was, was kind of cool. I, I expected it to be a bit more like that, where you hear things and you see eyes, but you don't so much see them until the very end. Yeah. Um, I that don't get saw thing at the start. It was like the mask thing kind of what, feels like a why? saw kind of thing. I, I don't actually know why. No. I didn't, I, at first I was like, is it because they needed someone to, uh, in my head? And again, this might be not knowledge of the game, but I was like, do they need him? Do, like, do they need yeah. the body to be inside of it? But then, because that's what it looked like. It looked like they needed to entomb him inside of it. Yeah. Kill him, but have his body or something like that. But, but, but then would you just have like, would you just have fucking four kids and possessing these things, and then like one like forty eight year old security guard, because yeah. <laughs> they're very clear with the girl. They want to put her body in there, yeah, so that it can possess it. So if they're putting the body of like this middle aged security guard, it's just going to be with a bunch of kids. Yeah, so that's that's what they made me think. So that's not what you're doing. So is that just is that just a way of killing them? Then in is that just case, to look cool? Yeah, and in which case you can kill. Veered, you you veered away from so you veered away from good things. <laughs> uh, well, so, well, the opening was kind of cool. The uh, there was one where the woman got bit in half. That was kind of cool. I liked the I liked the first act. I'll be honest. Um, but then I just feel like it just it just took a, a severe nosedive, and I kind of get why people don't really enjoy this. I'm having some. I'm telling you, I'm having something weird going on with my eye at the moment whilst we're recording. Yeah, for really, really annoying. He just looks like he's crying. This I film, look like I'm crying. Yeah. I put an eye drops in. I'm closing my eyes at points, and I'm blaming it on this film. Yeah, he's <laughs> just, just upsetting my. It dried his eyes out. It dried my staring eyes out. Staring at this, just baffling film. Like it, I don't know. I I have very few positive things to say apart from the fact that, no. like I said, it was it was shot very very nice strangely i expected it to be a bit more colorful and a bit more lively but you know the color palette was very muted you had some like decent shots the i i enjoyed the opening act i thought oh the opening that's quite cool mate we've set up like this guy you know this uh main character's brother's gone missing the parents are gone now he has you know he has the the kid to look after but then as soon as they were like these kids now are friendly. They're leaving the the fucking restaurant. Yeah, one's and getting in a taxi. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like it. It it felt like it was like looking at you in the eyes, going like, "This is cool," and then like it just strained, 
and yeah. it just shit itself, but and you had to spend another hour with it's it. It's like it literally is. It's like, hey, look at this simple idea. So yeah, this is this is quite simple. You know, you've got a security guard. You can set them up with some kind of backstory, but we don't always need it. Not every no. horror film needs to have some complex no. layer upon layer upon layer. Here we go. Let's have them be security guard until it builds to a sudden terrifying. Yes, some people break in or someone gets in that shouldn't be in there. He yeah. has that person has to protect them. That's the film. But for some reason, they were like, "We need to be." It almost. And and I did say about the, the this being a first time director and you know the script wasn't written by her but at the same time it does sl- slightly have that feeling of like when a newer director who doesn't know how to streamline and simplify like this was a film that needed to be scary because of its simplicity yeah it should have been simple tense suspenseful scenes that were actually played out quite long yeah you know where you are. What's wrong? Like, what's wrong with a? F- you can have a five-minute scene of just watching and staring, and that's not a bad thing no, because there are lots of horror films well, yeah. to do it. But it takes deaf hands. But someone who's not confident enough will think, "Oh shit, no, we got to throw some extra stuff in here. Yeah. We got to throw more at it because this isn't enough. We got to throw more and more and more." Which is why, by the same time, that's why I don't put it on the director. I'm looking at Jason Bloom and going, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, this was a simple idea." No, I don't think anyone was asking for this layer of depth to this film. No. They, they wanted a simple, fun film. Look at Willy's Wonderland. Take off a bit, a layer of the weirdness. Yeah. Take Nicolas Cage's power away from that film. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, you know, he's great in it. But at the same time, it feels like a lot of the added weirdness comes because Nicolas Cage Nicolas is just Cage. making it up. Because yeah. he hasn't read the script and he just wants to do whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah. He just walked in and played pinball and they were like, shit, we've got to make a film around this. Thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even that, like... So let's think about those scenes like Josh Hutchinson versus the robots. Willy's Wonderland. Nicholas Cage literally gets into full-on battles, like ripping them apart, tearing yeah. them apart. That's fun as hell. Josh Hutchinson runs around tasering a bunch of robots. Okay, great. You did that once. No, we do. Oh, you're gonna we'll do, do it, it again. again. Uh, wait, you're not done yet. Okay, we're gonna keep doing. What's going on at the same time? Oh, your sister's being shoved into. Okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah. So she's gonna become one of them. What's Josh Hutchinson gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna tase another. It's like. All right, so you couldn't think of any funner way to do this. No, that's it. It had to be. And that's what I mean. That really does. This is my major problem. I can deal with whatever you want to add the character, but you, they vap the fun out yeah. of what it should have been. I liked the when you know when the, the bear and the fucking top hat wearing thing rabbit <laughs> were da- you know, were doing the song and dance and he poured the he poured the water and he yeah. shot them. And I was like, okay, cool. For a first one, that was For like, a first one, that's cool. And then it's just like, okay, we're going to tase the next one. And then we're going to tase the next one. And then we're going to try and tase the main one. I also know for, for fans of the fans of the franchise. Franz of the franchise. Just Franz. If your name's Fran, that's who it's for. Yeah, if you, yeah any Franz out there, shout out. I know Fran is a big fan of this. But... For any fans of the Rogers, I'm sure that the uh, muffin thing is an extremely exciting part for you, but I feel like its character was way overplayed. It, it felt like too much of it sometimes we were relying on that goddamn I think the muffin did the, the cupcake. Most. <laughs> yeah, I think it, the it did do the most, but I feel so like I, did, I was surprised at how much it was doing. I didn't realise there was a muffin in I, did, I didn't have a clue either. I didn't know that one either. Apparently the, the duck comes with a muffin. And I know everyone, you're probably, anyone who's a fan is probably switched off long before this anyway, because you're probably. like, what the fuck are you calling it duck and rabbit? They have names. They have yeah. specific she, names. 
Chewbacca. Yeah, whatever they are. I don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you know, there are just like the muffin. So the death scenes earlier on in the film. Yeah. You know, you get the bit when we open the door and oh, there's nothing there. Open the other door. Oh, the muffin's there. Oh, looks away, and then the muffin attacks. You know, with the duck boy or whatever he is yeah. <laughs> behind. Um, and yeah, those are scenes where it's like, oh my god, he's getting him things like that. But and you also have, whatever ones that we have in that scene, we had the guy goes in the closet and then gets mauled in the closet. We don't yeah. really see it. We see a bloody hand go down it. Uh, the dudes... I don't actually remember what happens to the main dude that goes in there, to be honest. I remember him getting chased about, but I don't actually remember how he died. I don't think you I... saw his death. I think it was off-screen. He went to the... Because uh, they had a jump scare, didn't they? He went to the exit. The exit was locked. He saw the one with oh, the hook. the hook, and, and then he screams up, up to him and does... Um, which would uh, that that was the main that was the main scene I was sat there going right we've seen him we see a flash of light at the end of the hall yeah and then we that's see, very well like the game isn't it yeah and then uh, and then we see a flash but kind of you see him before it then he jumps towards him yeah and I was like again this, like that was one of those scenes where I was like why haven't we like why haven't you longed that out a little bit more yeah. Why haven't you had him being terrified and continually having more shots of it as the lights continue? You know, that, yeah. that's a cool shot. But having like one quick flash and then suddenly flash straight to it, it wasn't really a j- yeah. big enough jump scare for me. Um, no. And then obviously the, uh, the 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 girl who's been looking after Abby, she comes in and then she gets the big. She kind of walks up to Freddie and you know that's not a good choice. No. He's like looking in its ma- his mouth, which. I kept on expecting him to just basically, just basically, we're gonna get a shot of him lean over and basically eat her head or something. That's what I was was expecting. Instead, he like picks her up in the shadows and probably, possibly the goriest looking one in the whole film, I guess, because you see her get ripped in half. Then, but even though, again, I was like, I I felt like that was random overkill because I like that one. Like it, it looked like big, like it it was cool. I was, I was happy to see like a death that looked gorier. Um, but. Again, my head just went to like, didn't look like your mouth was big enough to eat. No, it didn't. It didn't look like it was big enough to, <laughs> to rip her in half off. like that kind of thing. No. Um, it, but that's what it looked like he did. He, he basically yeah. swallowed and like a hand reached in, like a ghost child hand reached in and pulled her in. Yeah. You know. Um, but the main thing is that all of these might sound like, oh, that's scary. But all of this happens like in like, what, five minutes? Yeah. And all of this happens quickly. I wouldn't say any of them are given enough time to breathe to be scary. Enough. No, there's what no tension there. There's no um, tension throughout any of the film. We see, yeah, that's what I mean. And we constantly see these scenes. And it's like, these should have all been seen from like a distance or not first on. We shouldn't have had people opening fridge doors and there's the, mon- there's the creature in front of them. Yeah. It should have all been much more like distance much more in the background you don't really see it you don't get a full shot quite often you have an idea of which one's done it you know because i guess in the whole like isn't the whole point in the game that like it pops up and jump scares you right at the end yeah so us not seeing the death isn't necessarily a bad thing that's what was kind of in you know in the game so that's fine if that was the case yeah so it didn't have to be bloody and gory to be scary but it just it just is that point it's like where did the suspense go in this film and the longer we went on, apart from that first night, the suspense was gone by that point. Because yeah, we got drained out quick, didn't it? The more we got to know those characters, the more they were less scary. Yeah. Less interesting. Yeah. And the more you were just like, by the time we got to the final act, you were like, 
wherever we got to go with that, the whole Vanessa being William Aston's daughter, you knew there was something weird with her. You knew she had a connection that she was doing the whole thing. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't guess it for the whole film, but by the time it got to a certain point, I was like, so she's definitely related to because she's gone on about, she's mentioned it, or she's she's got yeah. a relation to this place. Um, and then it just, it just felt so like, yeah. But why should I care? Same. And then when Matthew Lillard came out, it was just like uh, that was the one bit that I was like, I, I was like, so okay, we, for a second, I'm trying, I'm now trying to pick up my interest. I'm trying yeah. to drag myself back in to be like, what's what are we gonna do here? But really, all it was was a, a kind of poorly look. I, I thought the scene I did. I said before, but I thought the scene when he came out looked really poor. Yeah. When he first gets revealed and comes out, and it's like, okay, so that's obviously not robotic. It's obviously a person because yeah. the way he's hunched and moving and stuff like that, and it's fine because you're going to reveal that in a minute anyway. But when he comes out and he's like punching him around and things like that, and then when we have the idea now that it's actually a person underneath, but they've still got the animatronic, so he's moving it like some kind of fucking Terminator, yeah, like some kind of Avatar, you know? I've got yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it really starts to lose the effect when it's actually it's oh, so there's actually a human there, but he's able to hold his daughter up because he's got this animatronic strength. I was like, yeah, now we feel like we're pushing into a completely different realm here. And I was just like, like so animatronic dolls that are ghost figures. I know that might sound crazy, but I get it. But yeah. Him walking around in a full suit and then using the animatronics to like lift and be able to beat the shit out of Josh Hansen, who, to be honest, Matthew Lillard could beat the shit out of Josh Hansen. Yeah, anyway. I think he'd have it. <laughs> but I was like, why? Like, so you went from kid and kids. Which I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not saying go crack off. I mean, you didn't get yeah. to that point quick enough. There, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, maybe a little bit. Some of the annoying ones. I was working at school today, you know, the annoying ones. Um, <laughs> and like, oh, so you've gone from just like killing kids around around America, seemingly, whilst also running a successful pizza chain slash animatronic show and killing people there. To and being a job recruiter, and, and being a job well, we don't know he was a job recruiter at the time, but now you're a job recruiter who is solely killing security guards. Yeah, like what? Like what is? It when... just seemed like there was like no motivation. It just seemed like they, honestly, for me, it seemed like they had a story about somebody who was going to almost like Blackfoot kind of. Yeah. So a guy who has guilt over his kid, you know, like his brother going missing and his family dying and him trying to go through his dreams to try and find out what happened and meeting the ghosts of the other kids leading to the killer. And then somebody, somebody's like, oh, we've got the, we've got the bones of a film. And then another guy, some fucking exec high on cocaine is like, you ever thought about putting that Five Nights at Freddy's? And Matthew Lillard will be in it. And they're like, <laughs> what? And they're like, yeah, Matthew Lillard yeah. has done all of this. And it just seems, it was fucking mind-boggling. That, this was my conflict because uh, there were several parts of this film where I was thinking, I could see how this could be a good horror film. But I just can't see why this is in a Five Nights at Freddy's film. <laughs> it would be a good, it would be like a good Five Nights at Freddy's film and a good horror film if you open the DVD case for this and Willy's Wonderland was inside <laughs> and you put that on. Like, that kind of felt like, to me, it felt like they went, oh, we're going to do a Five Nights at, at Freddy's film. It's going to be wacky. It's going to be weird. It's going to be gory. This is what it's going to be like. And somebody who had never, never watched or played Five Nights at Freddy's went, 
oh, like Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, they yeah. watched it and were like, oh, we can't do this. We have to make it serious and boring. <laughs> you there know? was literally a part of me that was literally thinking, is that what happened to this film? Like, yeah. They had a script and then we were like, oh, shit, they're beating us to it. Somebody's like, oh, we've, we've just worked on this script. Let's watch a film tonight. Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, oh, they were like, cool. Yeah. And that's, that was too <laughs> weird. So they were like, let's make it more serious. Yeah. And let's zap the fun out of what should have been a purely suspenseful, scary, and somewhat humorous kind of little yeah. fun black comedy esque yeah, kind of bit film. Humor in there. And let me say in my head, in my mind, all for this film that you needed. Uh, Josh Hudson, you're great and all, but um, you know you're great to a certain level, a bit bland. Um, yeah. But but you were fine. But you were, you were fine, fine in this. But the way I say that Matthew upset. Lillard. Should have been the security guard. He should have been Mike Schmidt. Yeah. And all you needed was to follow, and I'm happy with the Matthew Lillard, or you can replace him with several other good actors, but Matthew Lillard, if he was in there, I would have been Donald happy Glover. with him. <laughs> Donald Glover. <laughs> there you go, Donald Glover. But all you actually need, Wait. I think that this film should have been so freaking simple that we didn't even need to barely even see outside of bloody Freddy Frey's bars. I think we could have literally had, you know, there are so many films that do it so well from being like a standalone one location. Yeah. I think you literally could have done almost like a bit of a Shining-esque kind of like day one, one location. day two. Yeah. One location, keep going. All you basically see is them enter and leave the building because no one gives a fuck what happens outside those doors because no. it's Five Nights at Freddy's. And in theory, they shouldn't be able to Sat get... there they and each night them. escalates. Yeah, that's what it should have been. It should have literally just been five minutes essay. Or give a reason for why they've got to stay. Or you could have you could have <laughs> even done a little bit of fucking Edgar Wright where day one, you know, night one ends and you get like a super cut of day of the day where you see the guy going home, eating, sleeping, yeah, yeah. taking the daughter to school or whatever, and then going back. You know? Yeah. Like it feels like it. You it could have had a so setup, simple. that's fine. But after that we don't need it anymore. We are in the we are in that place. Yeah. We've got this. We now just need to see it play out. And what we should get is night by night. It is just getting it's creepier. increasing. He's looking at that screen. It, he could be getting weirder. We could find out information about him in a well done complex way, yeah. which is just finding a little piece of information by him being there or taking phone calls, phone calls. or talking to people. Yeah, it should have been a you know it literally probably should have just been a one actor film to be honest. Yeah. It could have literally just been a one actor centered film and it would have had all the fun of it by building and then it's not until the very final act that we get him more actually interacting with the actual and we see them a lot more. You know, and we get a lot more of that. But up until that point, the first like four nights should have been night one we barely see anything because he's getting adjusted. Night two we start to see them Weird here stuff. around the place and he starts to check around the place. Like for, and yeah, that might sound more serious but at the same time, if it was going to go serious, then that would have been better. Yeah. Because that would have been creepy. A lot more slow, contained, creepy. Yeah. Or go balls to the wall. Willy's Willy Wonderland. Yeah. More fun with it. And, it, it done, and that's what... But even then, you still could have had this weird, like, dark humour if you had the right actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. To kind of play off a little bit. Yeah, Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover would be awesome. Or Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you know, Jeff Goldblum could play like a down and out. Or, no, he'd never be down and out, would he? He could play some kind of sexual man who, need, who needs to be a security guard for some reason. Sexual predator. So yeah, he could be a sexual predator. <laughs> the only job he could find as a security guard. 
but oh yeah, it's it's it it, it boggles the mind. And it, to be honest, it's been a it's been a while since I've been in an experience in the cinema where I was. I don't get to go to the cinema very often anymore. No, I used to go all the time, and because of like because. I'm a father and I don't really have the time and I can't really father, expect that. Father, a husband. All of that stuff. A lover. <laughs> yeah, all of these things. I have to do all of those things. But because of that, I literally, I don't get the time to li- just go to the cinema anymore. Like there's yeah. not that time on weekends or even. So I don't really get that chance. So the fact that I was sat in the cinema, which is now quite a, like a, oh yeah, I get to go to the I'm cinema. The cinema, cinema a big boy. The fact that I was like part of the way in and then part of the bit, like I understand why people kind of wanted to leave at a certain point. Yeah. Around that second to foot into that third act. That's a kind of, that was a depressing moment for me. I've got to be honest. It, it was sad. It could be yeah. because I'm having a tired day. And I would say it's because maybe when I revisit this film, but I don't think I'm going to revisit this film. No, I don't think I'm going to. Um, would I watch a sequel? Maybe, but it would have to have a different team behind it. I think. I think we need a. I, I think we need a bit of a revamp of overhaul. You can keep Matthew Lillard as the voice of the guy if you want well, it. But apparently, he's signed that, on for three films. Yeah, well, there you go. He's, he's he will be William Aston across yeah. the board. That's fine. Um, and but let's be honest. If this this film, if this film makes fifty million in the US this weekend alone, it it's it's Thursday night in the UK. In oh, a, it's probably already got it in October. They're probably you know, already making it. Next year we'll have the second one. Yeah, I mean, we went like when we went to see Exorcist Believer. We did an episode check it out. That was uh quite you know that wasn't as packed. When we went to see Saw Ten, we checked we did an episode on that. Check it out. It wasn't <laughs> as busy as this. This was the busiest I've seen the cinema for a little while. Yeah, because this is a big at the moment. This is a big for a cro- like for, for the younger the gamers, but definitely for the like younger kind of teen crowd. This is this is their film, so we could be way off base because we are now old men. <laughs> this is literally a point that I had because when we went to see uh, when we went to see Exorcist Believer, they did a trailer for um, Night Swim, whatever it's called, yeah, and yeah. they said from uh, from James Wan, producer of The Nun, and Bloomhouse, producer of Megan. Megan, and we were like. Imagine saying like James Wan, the guy who did Saw, like this is the fucking the nun. That's yeah. the film. And I watched that and the same with Blue House. We were like, they've got Halloween, they've got all of this stuff, but why are you doing Megan? And then I what this time I thought, fucking hell. We are the people we, we, who, who would be like, oh yeah, Saw and Halloween. However, I just had my thirty second birthday, and yeah, I was, yeah, uh, yeah, it clicked. It I was made like, us feel old. <laughs> made us feel old. I was like, if you said to a fifteen year old, go to see this, oh James Wan did Saw, he he'd be like, oh that what that 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 old film with those yeah. old people. But yeah, he means Saw. You know, oh he did the Nun. Oh that film that that real cool film. Oh, they did. Me- they did Megan. Oh yeah. yeah, that awesome film that was. Where, where they turn around to you and go, uh, what sort? That was that with that old dude. Was that old dude? Um, oh, what's it? Uh, Don, Don, Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, like, Glover. You mean Danny Glover? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the 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 act the pro that is Danny Glover? That sexual man, Danny yeah. Glover. You mean? And they're like, who the fuck, Danny Glover? He's, yeah. It's like, I keep is he even with still Don. alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You like, know? And they're like, oh shit, you don't know these people. Exactly. Yeah. And that is it. I think I definitely I think this film will at least get a sequel. Um, it definitely will. Well, I I don't know because we left pretty quick, which is unlike us to be honest. Mm. Um, I didn't hear whether people liked the film. I didn't hear many people 
gasping or laughing either. I just heard no. people watching. You I know, so yeah. I, didn't, I don't know what the reaction was. But it was it was a very packed cinema on a Thursday night. So I think the weekend it will do well. I imagine next year we'll probably get a sequel. I, I think I think if you are someone who's not a huge horror fan. Yeah. And not someone into that. If you're a, if you're a teen going to see this, if you're someone who's like, oh, I, I don't like horror films, going to get scared really easy, then it will probably do its effect. But I I do just wonder at the same time if you'll also be bored as hell by the yeah. parts that aren't to do with the horror and the yeah. part to do with that. Because I feel like any thirteen year old who's taken to be, see this film is like, I'm so excited to see this, and then they need to sit through like forty minutes of Josh Hutcherson in his problem dilemmas his with motive, life and his, yeah. and his sister who let's be honest would still probably be taken away because that child should not have the reaction like she should not have be in the middle of a murderous slaughter at the end <laughs> no. and see a murderer literally in front of her and be almost put inside of a trap and then she's like suddenly she now wants to talk and eat and she's fine she's fine now she's fine now she, she, she's, she's seen a literal murderer yeah, <laughs> she, she was no, she's possessed com- by children yeah she's confirmed the existence of ghosts She's fine, mate. Yeah, she's fine. She, she, you can keep her now. It's, yeah, it's no problem. Her, it's fine. Your aunt's dead. Your aunt's we dead. We don't actually know why she's dead because we didn't get to see it. We just see legs on the floor, which yeah. was a, another disappointment because another antagonist who was like, yeah, I kind of would like to. I'd like know. to see. Her, I'd like to know what happened to her. Did yeah. she get her head smashed in by Fred? You know, did did he hump her to in yeah, existence? Did he make sweet love to her until she died? <laughs> like what? What? We Where don't know. Where was that scene? The, the scene with Freddy just lying in bed with. The ants yeah, just like, the... just like, I'll stop being such a bitch now. Yeah, where was the fifteen-minute did... hardcore porn? Yeah, where was that in big fifth... swinging? I expect that in my fifteen-rated films. You know? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I expect full penetration. <laughs> That's exactly what we should have got in this film, but sadly, yeah. we did not. And if you are a fan of the film and you uh, disagree with everything we've said, or you think you guys old fogies know nothing about yeah. this world, well, we don't know anything about this world. But you can come and tell us why, and Rob will tell you now why. That yeah, is. <laughs> if you you know if you agree with the old fogies, come and let us know on on the social media. Uh, we 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 have evolved from using MSN and Bebo <laughs> to <laughs> old, old throwbacks. If you're a certain age, you have no fucking. No, if you're not. But if you are, you know exactly what I'm on about. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at CMTH Podcast. We're too old to understand TikTok. Yeah, we're too old to understand TikTok, and we have no rhythm to do the dances. Um, and come and let us know your thoughts if you've seen the film um, let us if you're a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's let us know if it in any way lines up with the actual lore um, remember to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a lovely review and we will see you soon remember to uh, check out our Halloween special when it comes out and we have some some spooky episodes and some fun stuff coming for you in November and we will see you shortly take care goodbye check the security cameras keep the lights on uh, you have survived your first night but you've got four ahead of you see you later bye bye don't die